0: Hello, and welcome to the Tech Lunch podcast, where we encourage our listeners to learn something new about tech every week. This can range from learning about new and exciting te- applications to the advancements in coding and technology. If you are always learning, you will always be a step above the rest. Take the time during lunch or during a break to listen and learn, kind of like a lunch and learn, but for the years. This podcast will open the listener's ears to new and exciting technologies they may have not been purviewed to in the past. These topics will range from manufacturing technologies to data collection technologies and everything in between. Hello, Nick. Hey, I'm John. And, you know, we don't have it this week, but, you know, we're in that time of year where, you know, people are visiting families and stuff like that. And you know, we want to, you know, start this week off by, you know, saying thank you. And, you know, hopefully your end of the year is going good you know thank you for listening thank you for the, the the thousand listens and hopefully we keep climbing we keep adding more and more people to the the tech at lunch family and yep. you know kind of you know keep climbing for the stars keep learning more and uh you know keep enjoying you know learn a new topic which brings me to this week's topic you know you hear us talk about 3d printing you you know hopefully we're getting people excited about it and getting people into it but um i know we've already done an episode of you know what is firmware you know yeah. or, or firmware i guess you could say where we kind of discuss some of the firmware options that were out there for 3D printers. But, like, this week, we kind of want to go into one that, you know, we've kind of used, you know, John's got a little bit more experience mm-hmm. with it now, that, you know, we're kind of into this, you know, realm of possibilities and, mm-hmm. you know, more room for activities. Yep. Um, but what it is, you know, it's so it's like, you know, we're talking about what is Clipper, you know, and that's kind of, you know, what is it? You know the standpoint you know yeah. so what do you what, yeah. what, what, what do you see that so if i
1: if i had to explain if i had to explain in layman's terms to someone that didn't know much about 3d printing what clipper is the the basics what i would say is is that it, it takes the the wear and tear or the processing wear and tear on the motherboard that comes with the printer and puts it on a not necessarily a raspberry pi In most cases it's built for a raspberry pi but puts it on another type of computing source that is built for computing yeah. right because when you look at these 3d printers and you know it just comes with trying to get these things to the masses is you need to lower the price you need to lower the price you need to lower the price mm-hmm. and what ends up happening is that your motherboard takes a bit of an axe and and it's a little bit more bare bones than it could than it should yeah it can run the processes but it's it's not going to run more you can't build on those and things you can't go as fast yeah and and that's a big thing speed like w- when you're thinking 3d printing you're not thinking like okay i hit print on this like two inch tall like a little statue or miniature i'll get it in like six hours no i want it faster than that right yeah. and and doing clipper allows for things like that so if yeah. i had explained to layman's, lay, in layman's terms. It takes the wear of the CPU's computing and puts it on an actual computer, yeah. and yeah, it'll make the life of your printer longer, yeah. and it'll make your interface that much easier to digitally
0: connect to. It's yeah, a little bit more fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, it's fun. we, we it really we've, like you'll, you, if you hear a printer running in the background, you're definitely hearing Clipper, um, you know, working its magic, um, because you know lately that's all I run, um, so you know with that clipper is a os system that runs you know like john said on a, on a raspberry pi however uses configuration files on the actual device to control it um and it allow clipper allows you more of, a, of ability to control different aspects of the printer um down to the you know the diodes and the sensors and stuff like that it lets you control that more lets you get more data out of it, it also lets you set up MQTT on board if you're using like um, um, you know Moonraker and a couple other things. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's different, um, I guess you could say, versions of Clipper out now. Yeah. Um, you have the one for that. What we use, um, we use. um well, I guess. Yeah.
1: I guess Clipper Clipper is more of the same. I, mm-hmm. I mean, all the firmware is going to be changed inevitably to fit your printer and and it's you know quirks i guess you could say yeah but um the the os or the the inner interface between that machine and you a user i think that varies a lot like we like we use mainsail yeah mainsail Um, is the one that's easy there there is
0: a few more out there that people use um if you're already using um uh octopi or OctoPrint, mm-hmm. should say. You can make a... You can, there is a version of Clipper out there for OctoPrint to make it easier for people to get involved in. You know, that means also that some of you guys out there that are running big print farms,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can go to Clipper for and use Octo um, OctoFarm to yeah. control all your devices together in one fell swoop. Um, you know, it makes it easier. It also gives you a little bit more control unless you individually tailor the um, machine... To whatever mods you've done to it, you put linear rail on it. Okay, cool. You need to adjust your your screw settings for your hot ends, or whatever your you know your 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 height, your size. You adjust you adjust the size of the bed. Okay, cool. Let me adjust that real quick. You can change all that inside your your Cog file.
1: Yeah, it's it's really it's really adaptable. It's really like we talk about rapid prototyping. This takes it to an extreme almost. Is like mm-hmm. I can make these changes actively to. Um, uh what let's say i have a macro for leveling my bed or calibrating i can make changes to that to see where those pre- those points those pro points are taken like it gets so so customizable on that side of things that like you can pick and choose aspects is like do i need a do I do I have a BL Touch? I can add a section for my BL Touch mm-hmm. and and change the pins and things like that. That say it's connected. I could rewire my BL Touch and as long as I rewrote my code for my, in my CFG file in in on Clipper, it'll still work. Yeah. So so that's it's a thing. It's also beautiful because the trial and error that I experience with Clipper is so much now. It's so much quicker that the error happens and you'll read an error as. You know, via a log or a pop-up mm-hmm. and you can respond to that much quicker than if I ran my printer on Marlin um, and like came back to a failed print yeah like
0: at least you know what's happening yeah
1: at least I know what's happening like yes you can get a, a webcam with OctoPrint with a lot of these others but having the webcam to visualize that was that's a big game changer yeah. for me
0: and if you think about it you know clipper also gives us the ability to interface with spaghetti detection you yes, know, AI and stuff like that. That's running on the Raspberry Pi, ironically.
1: Made a lot of spaghetti in my day.
0: Yeah, you yeah. just don't add sauce to it, and you don't have any poof. Um, <laughs> but it's like you know, Clipper is also not a um, application that comes in pre-installed on most printers. Um, it is open source. It is done by the community. However, I think. Um, Ender is now adding it to the tab that they came out with a little screen thing they've got they got to plug ah, it Okay. To. That is that, that that's Clipper now, um, and then some of the Delta printers have Clipper on board. Um, okay. Coming from the factory. See that makes sense to me,
1: uh, because again we talk about this printer firmware cfg yeah. file. We talked about firmware. I wouldn't even call Clipper a firmware. I would call Clipper a host. Yeah, for that the makes firmware. More sense. Yeah, because. That printer cfg file—that's our firmware that we have, yep. and and it's reading that ini or no, it's reading it similar to what an ini file would look like, a configuration file would look like, and and it's because mainsail or fluid or whatever you choose to use Clipper is was created with Python scripts, yep, and you're utilizing those Python scripts, and you can modify it. You can make your own version of Clipper if yeah. you really wanted
0: to. Yeah, it's 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 up to you. You can do MQTT. You can do uh, email alerts. You can send alerts yeah. to um, Discord. Yeah. You know, you can send you can send them everywhere.
1: Hell, you want to have 17 cameras connected? You could do that too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's not a big plan. You can have four on one each corner and really monitor your burn. hmm You know, you can have multiple heat sensors, and it's going to allow you to do that. It's going to allow you to show up on the front end too. Yeah. Um, and it also gives you the API keys that you can really dig in depth and, and, and play with it. Yeah,
1: hell, you can you get an API key. You can create your own API. Now that's not easy. I mean, it's not it's not the most difficult thing in the world, but it's you gotta you gotta understand a little bit about kind of what's going on. Right. Um. So you're gonna have to dig deeper just to get to like that easy connection. But at the end of the day, you can connect a lot of different applications with an API. Yeah, exactly. And 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 especially in the in the, the circumstance of mainsail or Clipper, like the first thing that comes to mind is. Can I remote in from my phone? Yeah, right. <laughs> and and with an API? Absolutely. Yep.
0: As long as you're not on Windows. On on my, uh, on iPhone. Yeah, that's true.
1: Well, no, you, yeah, no there's well, some people that are using the APIs on iPhone. Yeah. It just depends on
0: what app you're using.
1: Yeah, I have to I'd have to I looked it up. Um there is someone that's like uh, developing, it's called. He calls it like mobile sale
0: mm-hmm.
1: or mobile raker or something similar like that.
0: Like what they have on um, 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 Android.
1: Yeah, and it, and it it does use an API. It's not as clean. It definitely looks like it needs some a little bit of work. But mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, it connects to my printer, shows my webcam, and it allows me to make some changes or cancel if I have a failure. And that's the whole the whole reason that I wanted it, it was mm-hmm. was to be able to stop it remotely so that I don't come home to the whole print is wasted filament as opposed to half the print is wasted
0: filament. right and the, you know the thing is is as long as it's secure then it really doesn't matter but as long as it's come over ssl or ssh
1: yeah
0: you know then you're okay but you know that's another you know wonderful uh, adaption to clipper which i need to i'm going to play with very very soon i haven't got the have time to play with it yet yeah. is the fact that i can tie an sso oh, a wow. key cloak yeah to the clipper main the main mainsail instance and actually, SSO and actually secure my printers with Keycloak.
1: Get some authentication. And now. have
0: authentication. You have Radius authentication, depending on if you are doing Radius, or have it tied to um, uh, um, your domain controller, or even do local um, authentication what services. Shit! What if at, what I what if I have an RFID tag? Yeah, technically you could do that too. Yeah, and it just
1: validates well, like that yeah, with 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 an RSA token or something. Yeah,
0: we have with, yeah, with, with Keycloak, you can set all you can set all that up. You know, that's something that we'll have to talk about a different day. Is you know, kind of get into you know, yeah, securing and stuff like that. We can get but, deep
1: into a, another rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> but the thing is, is you know, it, it's it shows that we're finally taking some sort of security, you know, you know, finally, you know, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. for these three D printers. Yeah. You know, it, it's finally you know somebody is able to say, hey, guess what, you know, I, I I'm securing this. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Um, you know, we need to, we need to protect this. Yeah. And you know, finally, it's time. Somebody's finally stepping up and saying, you know, it, it, it's go time for this. So let's let's make sure this works.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, but the thing is, is that that's also telling me. I don't know if you feel it the same way, but is that a clipper is becoming ready for commercial use. For commercial printers. Oh, yeah.
1: oh yeah. Um just just the other day when I was showing my brother who is you know, I'm gonna be be honest with you, he's against not having a knob to adjust or pause or change make changes and I can understand the want to stick with a manual or physical ability or anything like that to stop the printer to make the changes. But like, to be honest with you, that button should be, and can be virtualized. And in, in, in a lot of cases, um, automated. So that's, that's, I was going to say, that's my next goal is, is this is how do I monitor and keep track of my printer with, is with Clipper and mainsail. And how do I automate that? Right. You got MQTT. I can get my notifications if I've got an error, if I've got an alert, or something doesn't parse, or something like that. It'll kick off a "Hey, we got a we got a fault. Production has stopped." And I tell you what, sh- people, I would freak the fuck out. Excuse my friends. I'd freak out if I if I yeah. heard my production has stopped, right? And that would make me make a change, make me make an update, or make me you know address something mm-hmm. with that printer. And I don't get that same usability or, or or i guess um value Feeling. like added yeah i don't get that out of the standard firmware oh, no. no definitely
0: not the the, the the standard firmware is so you know it, it's good for what it is um yeah. you know i i think i changed over from marlin to clipper pretty quickly yeah um mainly because i'm a nerd and i learned i can't keep things well enough alone yeah. um so and like we've said before on this podcast and we've said it on the on the um uh the the the, the youtube before we will break things fast and quickly um and we'll try new things you know so i wanted to say okay cool let me try it see what happens yeah i shut my printer down for a couple days um while i figured out what i did wrong um
1: I had to reset and get get back to where you
0: were. Had to multiple had to reset multiple times. Um, it did not like the CR touch when I first started it. Mm. Um, had to figure that out. That's another thing you get to do. Um, if you go to uh, Clipper, you, you get to learn to do a lot of troubleshooting. Mm-hmm. Um, why do things not work? It's probably because that period or that slash that you put in that's not supposed to be there. Yeah, it's your firmware. Yeah, I can tell you it's somewhere in the
1: firmware Is or or, or the works?
0: space that you put where it's not supposed to be a space.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um,
0: you know, uncomment outline thirty four. Mm-hmm. Um it's so because for some reason every time there's an error line three. Yeah, yeah, I wish um I
1: wish they would tell you that.
0: Yeah. The line. It just to me it just says failed. Well, I don't know it does. It tells me what failed. Yeah, it tells you what line failed and where it's at. But, you know, the thing is is that's also when you start to learn, hey am I gonna use Notepad Plus Plus or am I gonna use um V S code. V S code or you know, any of the others. Obviously, you know, that's your own flavor. You know, that's what you like to use, you know, whatever people like to use, use it. You get to learn SSH and stuff like that if you're dealing with your Raspberry Pi. Yeah. It's a lot of learning stuff. You know, the the thing is is I really think that Clipper was built for people who enjoy STEM.
1: Yeah, it's 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 crazy because being able to run Clipper or get to a place where you can run Clipper like we like we are now, you have to either know or learn so much about we just talked about OSes and 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 Linux operating systems because main sale and and, and this OS that we're using is a Linux-based OS. Yeah. So like you you not only do you need to learn how unless you made it, made it, gave it a GUI image, which in a lot of these cases it's a preset um, file you're pulling down yeah, from Raspberry. File. Yeah, it's it's preset for you, so it's not doing it's it's gonna be command line interface. Um, Then you're gonna have some trouble um, getting into like files or let's say saving like make doing your make menu config where you're setting up what your serial port is from your printer or from your mother your motherboard to your um, uh, Pi. You you, you need to set up something for that and you need to be able to use Linux. So you're learning all of these pieces to get to the end goal of wanting to do the automation Mm -hmm. for that. And then you're realizing, like in my case, I realized that a lot of the stuff that I was doing to to figure out why my printer wasn't working is stuff that people do in their actual jobs with actual machines like this Mm -hmm. and, and making a machine work on a different type of computer, making a machine read a different type of image, like... Yes, it won't always work, but I tried Raspberry Pi on my Orange Pi. Yeah. I, I tried the main sale image on my Orange Pi. It did not work, Oops. so I had to get a different Debian image. But 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 I, that's the thing. Is like you are trying stuff. You're learning stuff. You're right. you're like I've learned so much about uh, Linux operating systems just by f- trying to
0: get my Clipper to work. It, you know, if you don't break it, you're trying. You yeah. know, it's like the thing is, is you know, Clipper is a very IT centric. Yes. Um. Uh. O. Um. Not O.S. I can't say O.S. Firmware. Yeah. Um. Ish. Um. It does so much more than just firmware, though. Like that's right. It's so much
1: more. Like Crows Nest and 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 Moonraker and things like. Yeah. It's.
0: It's you know it's it's one of those things. It's it's not a. a an easy thing to do, but it's also something that you mm-hmm. need to keep up to date with. And it will also improve the quality of your prints by tenfold. Um oh, it will. It'll make it run so much faster, so much smoother. It'll control your steppers just that much better. Um, you know, it's also good for other type of printers, you know, like we have coming out. Like, <laughs> for example, the uh, Vorons. Um, you know, the Voron R2. um the, the guilty pleasure of ours. <laughs> the, the, the Voron 0.1, the you know, switch wires and stuff like that, those printers out there, they need to run on a Clipper. They need you need to have that control of what that printer does at all times. Yeah, they were built for Clipper. And it's like, you know, sometimes I think that, you know, like I'm running the Ender Five, I think on occasion that was built for Clipper for a while because it's the the type of you know gantry it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's built to run Clipper. It's built to be CoreX wide. It's built yeah. for for what's what what's next.
1: Yeah.
0: And it will be getting a well, CoreX wide system eventually on that one. Yeah, it doesn't um, seem like it's, it'd be very
1: too very far. Or,
0: no, I found a um, kit for it. Be honest with you, that I would pop four bolts, I yank the top off, and I really load the gantry parts back onto, and it's done. Okay. And going to going to Clipper said it is a Core X Y. It's no longer an Ender anymore, and letter it rip. The only thing Ender about it would be the, uh, you know, the bed at that the, point.
1: The, the little name tag there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I mean, that's pretty cool. And but like the the fact that you can do that, the yeah. fact that you get that customization, the customability is or whatever. Because of, is solely off of Clipper, yep. and, and and the fact that it's open source and 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 anyone can use it. It's beautiful. It's it builds off of. Um, I think it built off of Marlin two, which Marlin yep. two was built off of RepRap. Like so, all of these things build on top of each other. Someone just started writing some codes and in, in some scripts in Python and was like, Hey, some of the stuff you're doing manually by hand over here. You you can have your machine work for you that much harder and get yeah. get it done that much quicker and.
0: it's also supported by Super Slicer.
1: Yes, and and Super Slicer. I'm going to be honest. I used Prusa Slicer before. It's it's Prusa Slicer just upgraded. Yeah, exactly. Gives you
0: more features. And you like, need to set it for the Clipper. Uh-huh. A, a, you know, firmware, so it knows what's going.
1: doing yeah. yeah. So it knows what's going on, and and yeah, all all things considered. If you have a 3D printer and you have had it for a while and you don't consider Clipper at any point, then you're selling yourself short.
0: It's it's like, you know, the thing is, if you, if you think about it, you know, going into this, you know, into, the, into 2023 and stuff like that, you know, we're, we're, we're dealing with the fact that, you know, there's people out there who have older Ender 3s, the, the, the regular Ender 3, like what I got over in the other room. Right. Running on... Marlin zero dot one. Or zero dot because they haven't yeah, upgraded yeah. the CR first touch. Set, yeah. But you can upgrade that printer. An old printer resurrected from the dead and run Clipper on it. I can tell you I had the Ender 3 that I got in the other room for less than three hours.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it had Clipper on it already. Yeah. By the time actually by the time that that, that PC or that by the time that printer arrived in the mail, I had a Raspberry Pi configured and ready to go to plug in and make the change and it was done
1: yeah because you're not at first boot you're not waiting you need to you need to work with clipper you
0: need your base right yeah so you know any printer that you know comes in within my possession is getting clipper installed mm-hmm. and it's just it's not because it's familiarity with it yeah. it's the fact that I can customize it to do what I want to do when I want to do it
1: it's yeah it's easily become my preferred. But for an install on the
0: thing printer. is if you think about it, you know like what you know what the, the, the other thing you know that I also was getting at is the fact that you can resurrect old printers mm-hmm. old printers that probably
1: not just that w- w- would be old dead. PCs
0: too right, old PCs they're great for that they don't require that much RAM so you can recycle you can recycle old printers you can recycle this stuff get back into the hobby and get back in it mm-hmm. you know get back to enjoying it and the thing is is also don't be afraid to make changes you know fork Clipper yeah and you know don't, don't commit back to master yeah, yeah. fork it and then uh, you know in github yeah. and you know make your changes make what you want to do to it and if you see any issues with it make a comment there's 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 stuff out there in reddit and discord mm-hmm. and all this stuff with Clipper that yeah. you know talk to the people who are using it yeah
1: they're using it every day, just like just like me and Nick are. Right. Um, so Nick, if you had to pick mm-hmm. a feature of Clipper, mm. or I guess that you're using in mainsail, or you, it could be like a feature in the firmware or macro, or whatever. What's your favorite? What What does it do? And and why is it your mm. favorite? That's a hard one.
0: Yeah. Very. There's um, a lot.
1: There's a lot of add-ons that you could do. A lot of features that get yeah, added. Yeah, and I got a lot of a lot of them installed too. Yeah, you got more than I do. I I, um, I got to pick a couple.
0: Ma- mainly because I'm a glutton for punishment. I like to choose my own. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. and do my own thing. Um, right now, probably one of the, the the things that you don't realize you use the most is a height map. Yeah, that was going to be my pick. To to say, well, the thing is, I say a height map because when I run the height map option, I also run. The bed angle tilt mm-hmm. command, um, and what that does. This is actually my favorite one. The, okay. the 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 height map is is something that you can't live without. Yes. Um, however, what I really enjoy is the fact that I can do a bed tilt measurement on my bed, on my printer, and it will tell me how many turns I have to adjust my knobs mm-hmm. and which direction I gotta go it's pretty smart and it will level my bed for me it's pretty useful and you know I'll say that's probably my favorite one No. Yeah. um but also it's a good one this one that's slowly close behind it is um what is it the the fact that you can install um uh what is it pretty
1: the pretty g-code or pretty, pretty
0: g-code okay on a clipper yeah and yeah. you can get to it that way yeah, um, is 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 a is a, is, a, is a nice one, but it's not something I use all I would use routinely. Um, so so then,
1: is, what would you like to see added?
0: Ooh,
1: that's a hard that's a hard one, um,
0: because like well, I'll let you, touch you don't on. Know one, I'll, I'll okay, think of yeah. Something while you think you the one fair. that that's your favorite and why you use it.
1: Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. The height map is the one that I use the most. Like seriously, and 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 but. Get thinking about it you're absolutely right it's a necessity it's not a maybe should i it's 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 an absolute but you don't need
0: it until you don't you, know until, until, you until you have it, it and do you have Clipper.
1: until you look at it and you're like man my bed is not level oh wait that's within two point two millimeter oh that's pretty level
0: <laughs> yeah so just watch out for that rabbit hole you'll be down that damn thing yeah you're time. never
1: gonna make it fully flat uh, there's no way but but no yeah if i had to pick it's it's that um i mean not only that maybe maybe no cuz webcam is just as important i guess i guess it doesn't come with the heat map normally though you don't have a you don't have a leveler on with clipper just standard you have to add yeah. it so i mean Honestly, it's hard for me to choose because that's what I would like. the The spinning
0: on the the. It's the like the macros and stuff like
1: that. Yeah, the mac. I, like I don't use a lot of the macros that I have. Like bed calibrate. That's the same thing as bed mesh for me right now. Yeah. Bed tilt, the same you're using. Right now, I'm not using that too bad, too much. I have I have a locked in. Um, that's offset.
0: In that yeah. now too.
1: So. I have a locked in offset because it doesn't change too too much now. Um, but yeah, no, if I had to see something that's added, I this is something that I need to do more research on is 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 those extra features that that are there cuz I can start adding them into my mm-hmm. own. And this is why it's so beautiful cuz you can customize your own firmware by adding sections from that other people are, you know, putting out and saying, "Hey, try this." You can see if it works. It'll tell you if it doesn't like it. Um but but yeah, the the piece that I would like is um no, they've probably already got like Collision or not collision detection, but like uh, um, spaghetti detection. So no, there's, there's spaghetti detection, but I'm Those saying a like a uh, fail critical fail resume or yeah.
0: um, I, that's probably
1: already existing.
0: Because you can do pause printing. The th- the big thing is is you know hmm. you're you're like what you're getting at your the spaghetti detection is a third party. I wish it was built in. Yeah it
1: would be nice if it was like connected or, or like some type of like mm-hmm. uh, dashboard that I could pull down. Uh, because t- t- when I first got into it, I did Octo print and I saw the, the, the dashboard and I saw v- great value in the dashboard, but it was missing a lot of information, a lot of broken links. And yeah. when I went to Clipper, it fixed a lot of those problems. It, it really took and, and it covered up some of those, those numbers that I, that wouldn't translate over like exact print time or, 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 um, even like like a thumbnail like yeah. it, that wouldn't come over and there was something that i used that i that i that i would like to see on clipper it, it's it said also pretty g code mm-hmm. but um, region um, region exclusion yeah. so let's say i'm printing four pieces right and my back left corner piece popped off on accident and got put or got pushed off but the other ones are stuck and perfectly printing i should be able to Tell my printer, hey, this this region here, where this last piece is, stop printing anything in that piece. Or instead of um, extrude, non-extrusion here, so mm-hmm. it stops to do stop any extrusion or uh, retraction in this places instead. Um, but it stops printing that fourth piece that broke, so that you can finish your rest of your three, and you just got to come back and finish that fourth print and print by itself, or that you can sense. add it to the rest of the list. But Region exclusion. Uh, That was something I used on uh, Octopi, so I assume it would kind of be ported over. But if not, that's something that I would like to see.
0: Me, I think I figured it out, would be notifications. Like, you can do notifications now. Yeah. But it's such a pain in the butt. To get it set up. To to set them up. I would like to see it easier. I'd like to see there be a GUI for it, possibly, in the front end. Which I have Mm -hmm. no problem adjusting CFG files. Right. Do it all the time. However, I would like to see a better way for us to see a better MQTT setup. So we're gonna type my broker information there. It'll take it and set it up for and run mm-hmm. that, that, that that setup for me instead of having to fight through the fifteen thousand you know different um, CFG files I have right. to modify. Yeah. You know to to let that happen. Or if I want to have it sent to my Telegram or something like that.
1: Yeah, I s- I'm gonna be honest. It started getting real confusing with the CFGs that overwrote and like saved the date with the name. So yeah. I just started offloading and archiving.
0: Yeah, it's like the other thing I've heard a lot of big problems with Clipper is the fact it does it is it is log heavy. It it really does. I had um, to make space the other day. So I have a 150 gig. Um, um, you are driving mine. Space for weeks. Well, the thing is, is with mine, I got 100 gigs left. Oh wow! I just was one printer. Oh wow! Yeah, I had to go
1: back today. I had to go back and delete a lot of files that were saved so that I can keep printing.
0: Yeah, it's like you know the other enders. I know they have a smaller log file. I'll have to set up my Raspberry Pi to save to a um, external
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, hard disk. Yeah. But you know that's something that you know you we get you to know, work through and stuff like that. I'm gonna see if there's a. I'm gonna try to see it inside the code. If there, you know, look in the code and maybe there's a way to, to lower the amount of logs that it's sending. But it's, it's gotta be. It's actually the thing is. I think it's generating logs based on what G code it's writing. So it actually, when it spits the G code out, it will actually say, "I'm printing this. I'm printing this. I'm printing this. I'm printing this."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tell you a toolpath. Right.
1: So and 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 we, we talk about it all the time G code geometric code, when I say tool path, that is the actual path geometrically calculated for the hot end. So it's got to move, especially when it does curves. It's got to move in, in you know simultaneously in, in X and Y axes sometimes, and uh, yeah, it needs that. It really does.
0: You know it's like you know if you think about it, you know the other thing that you get with Clipper is the ability to set up multiple printers. And tie them all back together.
1: We talked. You talked. You kind of touched on it with octopi and said
0: octo farm. Yeah. But like main sale you can do a lot of it too.
1: Yeah, and and this is a this is a piece that I was gonna kind of get to here next is because the, the customization. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about it, we said you, you don't necessarily need a pie. Pie is what it was made. It was made with the pie in mind. Right. But that doesn't mean that it won't work on an Orange Pi or your ga- old gaming PC tower, because like, if it takes a Debian Linux image, which we learned, pretty much everything, yeah, then it'll help run your three D printer.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, the thing is, is, is is I just what drives me nuts with especially with the multiple printer printer thing on there. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that I can't send the same G code all my printers at the same time?
1: Yeah, that drives me nuts. There you go. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Like um, uh, sending send to all printers at the same time and have them start simultaneously. Yeah, that would be really cool.
0: It was, that would be really cool. Maybe with the API, you can use your API key to set up each individual printer and send Probably it like as a, a push. Scr- yeah, like a script. As a script, yeah. You load your you load in there and say you know, go, you know send it. And it sends it to everything. You know, the thing is, it's like if I'm running a print farm and I need to print the same piece yeah. the same piece on these five printers, I want to be able to go in there and select my five printers I want to send my G-code to and let it rip, DatorJip. And I want to send to all five of those printers and every single one of those printers print the same exact thing.
1: Yeah, that would be pretty cool, actually. Because, like, and to be honest with you, <laughs> something we learned the other day, power automate. Yeah. I could, you could probably automate it without a script because it will take in your mouse clicks and your keystrokes and and stuff, and it'll open, it'll go search these applications and open them for you, yeah. and then type in the information. So realistically, it's known as a keylogger. Yeah, realistically, <laughs> it already exists and it can send, send it to all your machines. You just gotta like configure it the first time, and then it'll work every time. But it's Power Automate free? Yeah, power automates free. If you've got Windows. <laughs> so you gotta buy Windows. There you go. <laughs> so you gotta get Windows. It's not gonna be freeware. It's free if you've got that,
0: but now if you do it like a bash script or a shell script, yeah. then or a JavaScript. That's true. And then yeah. you build your own Java GUI and you kinda just drop and go. And that'll you work. Pick in, what printers you want it to go to and you send it.
1: That'll work in Linuxes and anything like that. You got free so Python script. you running Python. That's already written in Python is perfect. Yeah. So
0: you know create a GUI for it and send it? You know but that stuff that you know people can work on to better mm-hmm. the clipper community right as a whole there's probably somebody out there dinking with it you know that's you know five times oh, smarter no, than i you know and, and you get these guys who are out there you know, developing this stuff um that are you know the brains behind the operation
1: yeah the first users if you will the ones who ins- uh created this
0: yeah public enemy number
1: one yeah um, I mean, they're probably still continuously working on it. I know the the team for Octopi was pretty small. It's yeah. like one or two two guys, and it's tough to be able, like so many people use this. Yeah. It's tough to be able to offer the support, the updates, the hot fixes, like you know some people demand.
0: Yeah. But, like I see Clipper updates
1: daily. Yeah, I was gonna say it's impressive. Clipper seems to keep up, and like most of the time when I'm having an issue with Clipper, I'm like. Oh, this is not connecting. I why is my webcam? I didn't make any changes. Everything's still plugged in. I didn't turn anything off. It's because you need to update. <laughs> yeah. Your system has an update. your Your config file will update. Um. You, you you forgot to do that update. That's why it's not working. Like
0: I'm being bad right now. I got an entire system update I had to do, but I, I want to print. I want to finish yeah. a print first.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I'm not. I'm not going to stop it mid print. To...
1: I mean, it print looks like it's coming out fine, so I think it's all right.
0: Yeah, it's not complaining yet. Yet.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe so, tomorrow it'll complain a little we'll bit. We'll see. We'll but, see. <laughs> you know, it, it's but you know, Clipper is one of those things of where it's, you know, you, you get to you get to go do it and play with it, or you kind of stick with what you like. You know, it's the same thing what we talked about with you know with operating systems. Is you know you're going to pick the one that you enjoy. Some people like pick Marlin better than they like. There's still some people out there running the old school RepRap. Yeah. And the other one that what's what's the other one you're running? uh what was it for a while oh no it was the
1: when i got the when i got the easy abl pro i was running unified 2 yeah. which is e3d online's uh firmware mm-hmm. um which not not terrible not great yeah if you if you asked me i still would prefer marlin over that um but if you asked me overall what i'd choose it'd be clipper
0: yeah and marlin's less configurable anyway. Yeah. You have to really dig into the code, yeah. define should, what, which just, ones you're looking for.
1: It should be eye-opening to tell, like, that Marlin 1 is a rep-rap rewrite, yeah. and Marlin technically wasn't official until Marlin 2. Right. So Marlin was technically, some guys are writing this code out of the like in their free time, and then once Marlin 2 was made official and became Creality's official firmware... Um, it got a little bit more of an overhaul and more made more robust yeah. but
0: they finally got a team behind
1: them yeah but that's but again it goes back to what you were saying is the customization the customability yeah. is 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 so much lower now because they're like you can only do these things yeah. and and don't get me wrong for the average user i just need to make a couple prints i'm not doing anything crazy i'm not you know building for uh, printing for a business i'm not printing for utility parts i'm printing for models and things like that they're Boys not going to the worry about that right but like me and you i'm making shelves i'm making brackets i'm i'm making we're making functional parts you're making a voron right now i'm printing yeah. the pieces to make that and i bet you that i'm going to be asking you a lot of questions about how yours works so you know. but but that's also it's it's re- going to be running clipper right out of the box yeah that's this is going to be probably the best printer that i have um, I, I don't know. Most time was
0: yeah. Okay. Well, I guess <laughs> it's going to be as good
1: as I put it together. <laughs> we'll Mind you, these,
0: the, these, borons take about 80 to 90 hours. Assemble. If not a little longer to assemble. I got the
1: baby one though. So maybe like 60 hours. Maybe.
0: I'm on, <laughs> I'm on day seven yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, but I took two days off over the weekend. Um, wow. mainly because of work. And, um, so I didn't get a chance to work on it. Um and I've took another day off during the week because well of work, um so kind of you know moving along, um but yeah. you know hopefully that'll change in the next couple of days, um and we'll get more yeah, done. I'm pretty close, man. So I just you know I want I want to be m- moving some XY drives and you know going from there, making sure everything configured and running right.
1: Yeah, wait till you get your serial number and it's official.
0: Yep, once it's official, then she's good to go.
1: Yeah man I, so, I, i'm excited for mine i just came in today so i haven't even opened the box because i i told myself if i open the box i'm gonna start putting it together so i might as well hide this for myself for a little bit
0: well if you start putting the frame together it only takes a few minutes to do the
1: frame just remember using blind joints i'm just saying so, is it'll start with the frame and then it will be like i could just put the engines in
0: remember or the, yeah. the motors in Two, two three o'clock in the morning is about the normal going time for people who are putting together vorons. And you, to don't, you, don't, you don't do well with no sleep. Um, I come to work tomorrow. I didn't sleep last night. I put it together. It's done. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he, he needs his beauty rest, which obviously from this point forward has not been working. Yeah, no, no. Um, we, I'm hoping that, like,
1: it, it has, like, a compound effect. And like so once time it you hit hits, 50, it'll look like you're back to 20. Yeah, now. it'll be like, bah. And then you look, you just, all the wrinkles just suck back in like Botox.
0: <laughs> hey, if you think about it, you just, a, you just had a company just to figure out how to freaking get a, a, a dead pig's brain working again. There you go. There you all go. Right. This is not neurology. Thank you for w- NYU. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, or say. no thank you for NYU, depending on what we look at. Yeah. Next you know it, we're enduring the zombie apocalypse because I got into a water system. Yeah. Yeah but I digress. Yeah, um, a little
1: bit, a little bit. I mean, I'm just saying that in, in, a, in an apocalypse, I bet you my 3D printer would be much more valuable. <laughs> probably. I'd be printing you your parts that you need for whatever, right? Yeah. Because there's not manufacturing and anymore. the thing is,
0: is you know, at least with Clipper, you'll have support.
1: Yeah, right? And then we could put the silent board on there and you won't alert anybody.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In this hypothetical situation. <laughs> yep. Who knows what's coming. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the thing is, is, you know, get out there and, you know, print something. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I think uh, I think that'll do it for today. Yeah, we, um, we'll
1: probably talk more about Clipper once we get into Advanced Clipper. Yeah, once, once we get um, these
0: Vorons done, we'll kind of do a, a quick recap of uh, the Voron builds. Maybe we show you the Voron. Yeah, we'll definitely do a video on it. I'm taking, every day I do something with a printer, I take a picture of it. Uh, i'm using oh, the camera okay. so i kind of keep a, a daily grow and as i go. also i keep a, a log book next to me that I, I write down everything i've done that day um that's you know smart. at least the, the heavy wickets so i kind of know what i did yeah. um you know so i keep myself honest with the build i'm doing right. um but you know that's it you know hopefully we'll get around to showing you all that let y'all see that let y'all experience a little bit of what a voron is um right. most of y'all if you look on youtube you know what a voron is.
1: Yeah. If you, um, if you are a 3D printer enthusiast, you know what a Voron is.
0: Yep. But, you know, then if you know what a Voron is, you should know what a Clipper is. And hopefully we'll yeah. start playing with that soon. Um, I say thank you for, you know, everything. You know, thank you for going out and, you know, listening to us, listening to us ramble. Um, you know, getting behind some of this stuff, learning new things, and, you know, getting involved. We never thought we'd be where we're at. We never thought we'd be over a thousand listeners in multiple different countries. Mm-mm. You know, I wish I could say thank you in all your languages, but I'm sure I can't. Um, or at least your native languages, not just English. Um,
1: but mm-hmm.
0: you know, I do say thank you. Um, you know we weren't, we made it to a thousand, let's go to two. Um, yeah. and you know, let's keep going and, uh, you know, keep climbing, keep learning, uh, keep getting, staying busy with it. Um, you know, get there, learn some clipper, you know, and, uh, have some fun with it. And I'll yeah. turn it over to John for,
1: yeah. So, um, yeah, also echo what, what, what Nick's saying. It's, 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 always, I'm always grateful um, it's not every day that you just get to uh, ramble on about a topic that you know a lot of people may not know much about or, or, or don't even care about and and inspire anybody to you know do something about it or try to learn more about it. So it's 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 definitely it's it's um, you know one one of the best uh, aspects of uh, of the podcast is it is it, it breeds that knowledge pushes that. Hey, I want you to learn type of ideology, and and that's what we need in the world, really. So, um, once again, thank you for everything. Um, keep keep tuned or stay tuned because like uh, there's a there's an ebook I would like to to finish at some point, not this year, but at some point next year. It's not going to be very long, but it's it's going to be uh, a how-to of how of what to do if you just got your 3D printer and kind of get your feet on the ground. So that would be something that um uh it will be coming out probably uh, I want to say mid next year would be a good a good timeline for that but we'll give you updates on those things we, we talked about uh, a possible giveaway we need you guys if you guys want this giveaway to happen or you want us to do this event where we're putting the 3d printer inside a vacuum or testing it out to see how it would work and things like that we need you to comment you know we need you to we need you to be active on those things um, and, and and push for that or if you have a better idea than that, oh shoot tell us because yeah i i'm to be honest with you that's pretty interesting yeah i'm not afraid that's why we got the extra printers right no, we, got, <laughs> so we got plenty of spares we got plenty of spares and and i bet you i'm not using my voron for this so like it'll be okay i'll have
0: the baby so yeah. so
1: so yeah guys stay tuned uh keep your ear to the ground and uh yeah yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see
0: you uh, more out there and you know i'm still working on my ebook that i gotta get done yeah you get some content so, so. you know it's we on not system so you know yeah, check us out. Yep. All right, y'all. So, y'all good one, we Appreciate we'll, uh, it. Yeah, see you later. Bye. See. Thank you for listening to the Tech at Lunch podcast, where we hope you learned something about tech during your break or during your lunchtime. If you did, please give us a follow to prevent missing future episodes. If you have any ideas or something that you want to hear or learn about, please send us a show idea to podcast at vulcanora.com. Hope you have a good rest of the day and continue learning.